At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey, y'all, what's up? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. And you know that we are here to grow, challenge, and transform your thinking. And the way I do that is I find the best humans on the planet to bring them on here to discuss real-life topics to help you transform and, in, and just really grow the way you think. So today I found for you Dr. Donna Chaco, and she is the author of the award-winning Pilgrimage, A Doctor's Healing Journey. She's a wife a mother and a grandma. I love being a grandma. It's the best thing ever. She practiced medicine for decades, first as a radiation oncologist and later as a family medicine doctor caring for the poor in Washington, D.C. I love that. So she has uh, now worked in ministry. She has founded Serenity and Health, and she speaks and offers programs and blogs to encourage the health of the body, the mind, and the spirit based on the foundation of faith. And I love all of that, Donna. I, you know, I, I believe for, anyway, for me, you know, as an adult, finding my faith was one of the most powerful things that has ever happened in my life. It transformed my mind. It transformed everything about my life. So Donna, thank you so much for taking the time to be here. I appreciate you. Oh, I'm very happy to be able to do it, Nina. Nice to meet you also. Yes, it's so great. I I love having, um, you know, di different types of conversations. My audience knows about my faith. I'm a Christian. I'm not afraid of it. That's what I am. And I love who I am. Um, and I, I like having all of these different types of discussions because I think that it really makes the human, the person well-rounded in every area, right? So before we get started into this beautiful conversation and journey, Donna, tell us a little bit more about who you are. Well, um, I'm from Portland, Oregon, um, married kind of young, went to medical school, practiced medicine for many years, uh, had three daughters with my husband. We had a tough marriage, um, and really that was the source of a great deal of pain and difficulty for me, but a, a also a source of great uh, learning. It, it helped me come back to God and my faith, and mm. um, several years after that, he died, um, and then I've just continued on my journey, uh, my faith journey, but it, it's just so surprising how much all of my subsequent experiences change how I look at health. I see it mm. in a broader way, you know, and I went on my own journey to try and find my own serenity and health af after 
many years working uh, too many hours and too much stress. You yeah, know, I bet. So many people. So I, I finally found my way. And after I retired, I um, put it all together in my book. It's, it's given me a lot of satisfaction. And I learned a lot, you know, by doing mm -hmm. that about mm -hmm. myself. Yeah, you do, right? I, I wrote an autobiography as well, um, and it was very cathartic for me. It helped me a lot, um, you know, and so I, I I really can resonate what you're saying. So when you were uh, um, uh, doing the oncology work, um, you you weren't really practicing a faith at that time? Not really. I was uh, raised as a Catholic, in fact, went to Catholic school through high school, and uh, I, I had really good parents, but we did not talk about anything. We did not talk about God. We never prayed mm -hmm. ever. And uh, for maybe it, it just didn't sink in very well. And plus I just was too busy and didn't have my priorities straight. I just kind of trying to survive working. Yeah. And I, I just kind of let it drift. So I occasionally went to church, but there was no active really faith or relationship or deep trust or anything not not what i needed you mm -hmm, know not mm -hmm. what god wanted me to do but uh, thank god he's understanding of these things yeah thank god is right donna <laughs> i always say that i'm like god thank you so much for your patience oh oh there you are <laughs> wait a moment <laughs> You were you bumped out and bumped back in. Um, you know, I I also I often you know do say to God, you know, that I'm very grateful for his um his patience, his patience oh. with us. Oh, absolutely. I mean, especially when you ignore him many years, and then come back, and he's yeah, you feel so welcomed. I mean, yeah. not just welcomed by God, by Jesus, but but by by if as I was fortunate enough to eventually go back to a church to be welcomed. Yeah. by a, a community yeah. uh, it just it was uh, very life-giving it is life-giving so i, I want to talk about the work that you're doing now because um you founded a uh, serenity and health and i i wanted to know you know how you're blending those two how are you blending you know that serenity that health and and encouraging people you know how did you do that uh, yeah well it came from a lot from uh my, it grew from the, my own experience because I had a lot of, uh, I realized just stress and emotional junk and difficult relationship that I was dealing with. And, you know, you're not in a place of serenity when you're doing right. that. It's not healthy. It's so stressful. And um, it, it just, it, that just devastates health, all kinds of stress, as most mm -hmm. people know, maybe, or maybe not, but it's doing it. Um, and, so as I continued on my my spiritual journey, I became closer to God. I slowed down. I finally gave him time and space in my life. And I learned about different forms of prayer. This is my own personal journey. Like mm -hmm. for the first time I started, um, I researched as part of serenity and health meditation. I had been reluctant. It's like mm -hmm. mindfulness also. I had been like, I don't know, hesitant to um, consider those kinds of things. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I guess they were strange. But the more I learned, I realized, my goodness gracious, this is really vital, vital mm -hmm. to, to um, serenity and health. And to learn the deep roots in Christianity for a meditative 
quiet or contemplative prayer. I, I was just flabbergasted. Mm-hmm. So I, I started doing those things, and I so I experienced uh, changes. So um, I I just and I saw in working in Washington also how the mind body spirit connection that that was really dramatic to see Nina how right. it's it's kind of like the you know we're one person but we're mind body and spirit and sometimes the ailments can get all tangled up with each other mind body and mm-hmm. Spirit. so mm-hmm. kind of really difficult to get untangled but folks can in the right environment with some love and respect find hope and and start healing really independent of specific medical care. I mean, I would, I remember seeing like young immigrants due to the country and, and, you know, just imagine a woman, Maria new, just comes to this country, barely speaks English, living in the corner of her auntie's living room, Mm. um, coming to the clinic every few weeks with various complaints, feeling terrible, headaches, insomnia, anxiety, heartburn, um, just not knowing what she was going to do. And, you you, you know, we tried to help. We had a great counselor to try and help the social worker, you know, help these folks get adjusted. But this particular lady, then I didn't see her for six months. And when she came back, she she looked like an entirely new person. And what had happened was she had started a charter school for uh, ESL for learning English, and she made friends. And she, you know, she was learning English. Oh, that's awesome. Found hope, and and really all of her ailments went away. Wow. You see, we I saw that over and over again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And same thing in this uh, medical recovery facility for homeless people, which was really a very sacred place to work it was Mm -hmm. called christ house in fact and these these many mostly men would come in um off the streets or discharged from the hospital but with no place to go to so they would come to christ house and really you know for some of them like the first time they'd ever had like a clean warm bed with sheets and then somebody took you know, treat them with love and respect. The staff was incredible. And they would start healing before they had any medical care. Yeah, yeah. And so I learned all these things. And then I just tried to put together a program to, um, and it started, it's it is still, it's a small program. I occasionally have groups at church or something like that. So it started off with a six-week group of people who wanted to participate. If they were feeling, you know, stuck in some way, just felt crummy, tired, anxious, you know, the way we all are. At yeah. Some yeah. <laughs> and trying to determine what path they would want to follow to help themselves to feel better, addressing any or all of these things, mind, body, spirit. And it, there was frequently a theme that one of the biggest problems was just stress, busy mm-hmm. mind, worrying, anxious. And, you know, this, started pre-COVID and of course now it's much worse and uh, so in the programs yes in in what I write and what I do I talk about eating habits and exercise habits but I talk a lot more about all the stuff in the mind because yeah. you know if your mind's all going 
a mile a minute and you're on the treadmill, you're, you're not going to have much clarity or motivation. That's true. To fix your eating habits or your exercise habits. So yeah. um, spend a lot of time on trying to understand what uh, a mindfulness would be saying in the moment so that, you know, we can calmly respond to a stressor instead of, you know, reacting. Yeah. Um, and learning about Christian meditation to try and, uh, again, be more in the moment uh, yeah. with God. And th there's so much research about the science, the science research about the changes in the brain from meditation. And it just, when I started thinking about health and faith, it was like, wow, that's so amazing, you know, right. that we pray this prayer, this type of prayer, to be close with our Lord. And then there's all these health benefits, like that's right. that, like a bonus, right? Isn't that amazing? That's so good. I love that, though. I love that you you're you're putting the two together because they are together, right? I think a lot of our, like you even pointed out, right? A lot of our ailments are from our mind, are from the stresses we add to our nervous system, to our body, mm -hmm. that we don't realize. It's it's funny because I was seeing a, a naturopath recently. Um, because I have a, a couple of um, uh, autoimmune conditions that are really, you know, kicking my behind. And, um, <laughs> and she's like, so uh, having any stress lately, <laughs> you know, because it's all connected, right? It's all connected. So one of the things that I try to do purposefully and I, and I tell my kids to do as well. And my husband is like, as soon as they start to get stressed, like you said, like your mind just keeps going, we unplug, we turn off the, the TV, the phone, we turn off, you know, we, everything gets shut down yeah. and we might play meditation music on the background so, so we could pray. And I think what the work you're doing is really, really important, right? Because a lot of us don't, don't know how to be quiet in our minds or we don't know how to focus maybe you don't have to be completely quiet but maybe you can focus on a prayer you know right focus on your breathing you know mm -hmm. instead of um all of the stuff that we all have donna we all have it right i'm sure okay. that <laughs> i'm uh, sure that you have to do it too you know <laughs> oh absolutely you know and it might not be a prayer in the traditional sense it might be a walk in a forest or a walk mm -hmm. down your block um or a long bath uh, where you can uh, quiet your mind. I mean, I've often thought as I look back, because sometimes you look back and you go, I wonder what I could have done differently to mm -hmm. things. Or, uh, And if I think about just one thing that I might have done differently, uh, it would have been to prioritize some little time for reflection and and time time for me and time for god i you know yeah. and I, otherwise we just we're not mindful that we're stressed we're not mindful that we're contributing to a crummy relationship we don't even see our part right. we're not mindful that we're on this treadmill why are we you know for what reasons again because yeah. we just you know it's hard we carry all these balls we just have to keep going or something will yeah. fall yeah, right. And it's uh even when you're saying that, I almost feel the exhaustion that comes from that, right? <laughs> the exhaustion that comes from juggling balls, these balls all the time and trying to 
what are we running for? What are we trying to win? Where are we going? You know, and I think it's important, Donna, that that we do pause for a second. And I, I believe in God. I very strongly believe in God because he has saved my life many times. So I strongly believe. And I've done my research and, you know, I got into theology and all that great stuff because I, I, I enjoy it. I love it. And I love the relationship that it brings in my life. Um, but this pause that you're doing, this serenity that you're doing, I think is something the world really, really needs, Donna, because we are running at a mile a minute. And now with social media and all that stuff, we don't pause. There is no pause. There's just swipe, swipe all the time. Um, and I mean, how do we get that back? Or what, do, what would you tell someone that you're you know, working with or, or somebody in your group? How do you think somebody should start? Like, what would be this, the first step for them? Well, this is kind of the cool thing, I think, because we're mind, body, and spirit, uh, You, we can start anywhere we're called. And, and mm. I, I think quiet time is really key and should be high on that list, if not the first. But maybe for some people, they, they are away from a faith and they don't have an active prayer life, but they feel all these crummy things we're talking about. Mm -hmm. so maybe for them, it, it would be walking or or some form of movement that they that they can accomplish with their body because sometimes just starting small a tiny step if you if you have no exercise in your uh, daily routine you have to start slow but you know set a small goal maybe you're just gonna walk one block each morning or maybe you're just going to have to do it on the weekend if you're too busy maybe you're gonna go an hour walk every Saturday. Whatever it is, set a small goal and try and do it. And then you'll be rewarded by accomplishing it and feel good about it. And then you will continue. And the thing is, an exercise program, if continued, gives you mental clarity. It does lift your mood. You, you may mm -hmm. find then the ability or the hope to, to make other changes. Maybe you, you will then understand that you need to give God some time. Or maybe you will understand like, wow, I really have a crummy eating uh, habits. Uh, I'm, it, it's, that's what I saw. How Awareness. one thing mm -hmm. leads to another. There's like, it's like a, like a not vicious cycle, a positive cycle. One thing leads to another. And the unfortunate thing is it goes the other way also. Mm -hmm. The negative cycle. So like, and we're all familiar with this, you know, if, uh, say your knees start hurting, so you kind of stop walking, and then you you sit around more, and then you eat more, and then you gain some more weight, and then your knees hurt more, but then you're really depressed, and you know it feels terrible. It's, we've yeah. all had little cycles like this. Mm -hmm. So, um, in answer to your step, I think we're all different on what is our first step, but you got to to see a change. You have to make a change. You have to start somewhere. So if you don't know what to do at all, I say start with, uh, I, I'm going to call it prayer, but your quiet reflection time. And for me, I've used um, a Christian meditative prayer called Centering Prayer. And if you like, I can give you a link, Nina, to put. Oh, I love that. So no, it's for people to look it up if they're interested and to mm -hmm. see how to do it. It's 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 been wonderful for me. Do you have Do you have the name for it, or you want to email it to me? Uh, the 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 prayer name is Centering Prayer. The place. Oh, it is called prayer, Centering. Okay. Centering Prayer, but the the website where they have all the information is called Contemplative 
outreach.org. And you have to go there to the practice session and they, li they list various types of prayers. Uh, it's, it's a really great site, actually. Great. I'll make sure to put that in the show notes um, because, you know, those who are listening are probably like, wow, I, I need to do this. Right. I speak to a lot of, you know, entrepreneurs and leaders and stuff, and we're constantly running. You're just constantly running. constantly running. And, you know, the truth is, is you can't separate you from you. You can't separate you from business, you from, you know, health, you from all of that. So I always tell people like you, you're trying to separate what you do as an entrepreneur and then what you do at a family life. And the truth is, is you're still you. Right. And so what you're saying, Donna, is let's take care of you. And let's look for that connection either with God or with some peace and in um, serenity in your life so that then you can start to affect all of the other things yeah. in your life. Right. right. It's right. that positive cycle that you're right. talking about. Right. And, I, and, I, and I emphasize the faith part because it helps in so many regards. Yeah. Way. I mean, if you have yeah. if you have a trusting relationship with God and and you work at that and you, you start giving him some time, trusting him with your time, trusting him with some small decisions. Um, I mean, that's the greatest stress buster ever to, to yeah. be able to trust our God. And mm -hmm. then think about this, you know, our health and our bodies, it, it's such an incredible gift. You know, we are temples of the Holy Spirit. So true. Yeah. And I think that it's our responsibility as Christians to care. I think, to care for our bodies as best we can. Um, yeah. And it, it, I think it should be a great incentive to um, work on the, the more specific health habits, like how much exercise do we get and what kind of diet do we eat and, and are we smoking anything and how much screen time we have. Cause Nina, you know, I have, I have, the, I, I, I know for a fact, based on my own experience and what I have read, that you know, 70% of chronic illness could be cured or improved by us changing how we live our lives and our habits. I believe that. And it's I believe that, that. that yeah. way more patients had that came to see me for those 15-minute visits, they had way more power over their health than I ever did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's not true for the major things, of course, if there's cancer or, you know, we need doctors, we need all the wonderful right. technology we have. But chronic illness is um, rising in, in frequency in, yeah. in the country. And uh, I think we, I think, I think God would be happy if we stepped up and worked at it a little bit. Yeah. We did. I mean, yeah. no, no guarantees, of course. We're not guaranteed yeah. a suffering-free life. That's for sure. That's for sure. But you know what, Donna? It's funny because it's true. Like, you know, chronic illness is on a rise, but so is mental illness. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. So there's, there's there's like a big link there. Absolutely. There. Yeah. Because even as you said that, I'm like, oh, and so is mental illness. Because like you said, right, it's, it's about that serenity piece. It's about that connection piece. It's about that peace, mm -hmm. you know, that, that, that being intentional about what it is that you want to bring to your life. Mm -hmm. um, I agree with all of that. I mean, what I know when I am not in a very good um, 
uh, physical space in my life is because I'm not in a good mental space in my life. And so, you know, I've, I'm definitely changed things around and I'm definitely, you know, on the right track, but it is not an easy thing, but it is a necessity, right? right? Because it's actually also not an easy thing to constantly be ill. You constantly have chronic illness, right? What the what the what the um, issue is is that we get used to our our body feeling that way, feeling ill, feeling sick, feeling like you know um, down or depressed, or we get used to that, and it starts to become the cycle that we do, even if it's vicious, right? Right. right. So I like what you said before because you said you know even if you go for a walk. Even if you just stay quiet for a second, because I believe also that first step is movement, right? So even when I don't feel like it, and Donna, there are days that I just don't feel like it, okay? But I'll do it anyway, right? So I'll say to myself, okay, Neen, so you're going to sit here and then feel bad because you didn't go when you had a chance, or you're going to get your behind up and you're going to go, right? So then I go because that's the choice I have to make in order to feel better. Choice, I agree with you. Choice and intention are, are terribly big and little steps. But you know, what? I do want to mention one thing because I, I, I don't want anybody to think that they are unhealthy or suffering because they're not doing it right in terms right. of their faith. They're not praying right. They're not praying right. enough. God doesn't like them. Or they're yeah, I don't think you ever said that. Mm-hmm. You know, we have enough mm-hmm. guilt and problems in this world. And uh, this is this is no prosperity type gospel where you're guaranteed health and vigor forever if you right. only. <laughs> I wish <laughs> it doesn't work like that. And does not. And, 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 and these changes are difficult. The lifestyle changes, habit changes. Where we have, what I learned on my journey was I was driven in several ways from the time I was a child. To, to live a certain way that wasn't always good for me or my family. But I didn't even know that I was driven that way, like to work, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And and it, maybe if I had slowed down a little bit, I might have realized. But the point being, we <laughs> it's not easy. Right. It's a step-by-step approach. It may happen when you're 20. It may happen when you're older, like it... I, and started to figure things out a bit better when I got a lot older. I have a long ways to go. But it's real comfortable, by the way, knowing at least I know my path now and my yeah. and my guide. And it's yeah. life is a lot simpler in that respect. And I really appreciate my faith for that. And that's another health benefit because you know, when you have your a purpose in life and your a satisfaction that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, that it, those sorts of things add what's called resilience. And that yeah. means we can adapt to stressors. And if you have less reaction to stressors, you're healthier. So once again, you see how faith contributes to to health yeah. and for sure. I love that. I love that so much, Donna. I'm so grateful for you to come on here and share all of these beautiful nuggets of wisdom with my, with my people, with me, there's a lot I'm going to take away from this. So I want to make sure that I uh, give them the information they need to follow you. So if you can uh, let my people know 
like uh, your site or how people can, you know, um, follow you, support you, all that great stuff. I'd, I'd really appreciate that. All right. Well, I'd be honored to do that. I, I love to hear from people. I tried to write all of this up by telling my own story in some in its uh, very messy details in my early life. And my book is called Seren um, Pilgrimage, A Doctor's Healing Journey. And it, it's meant for me to tell my story and what I learned and then to help you find your path to serenity and health also. And that's available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Now, my website is serenityandhealth.com three words serenityandhealth.com mm -hmm. and if you go there you there is more information about my book and you can request a free first chapter if you like um and you can uh i would love it if you sign up for my blog it comes once a month um i don't uh, send a lot of stuff out and uh, if you sign up i'll send you three keys to a holy happy and healthy life I love it. Oh, Don, I love it. And then the other one, guys, that she told us about was contemplativeoutreach.org, contemplativeoutreach.org. And that was for the Centering Prayer. Um, yes. So thank you so much for that, Donna, that information. And thank you for everything that you're doing. I am truly grateful uh, for what you're doing because I know it is needed. It is needed. So thank you. I'm going to sign up for that blog. And I yes. hope all of you guys who are listening are going to be doing the same because uh, I love your energy, Donna, and I love what you're bringing to the table. So thank you so much for being on Straight Talk and sharing this with my people. I, I really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. And I'd love to hear from you or anybody through my website or my email. So. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Donna. All and right. guys, thank you so much for spending time with us. Wasn't she wonderful? I told you I find the best humans on the planet. I wasn't kidding. So make sure that you follow <laughs> Donna. Go on to serenityandhealth.com and make sure you follow her and, and sign up for her blog and support the work that she is doing because we do need this, guys. We do need serenity. We need health in our lives. We want to move forward, right? If you're going to be awake tomorrow, then let's make tomorrow like the best day, right? And so every tomorrow should be the best. Thank you guys for being here and being a part of this. This is Nina Perez, Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Until next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.